Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, once again, Growing in Grace, the podcast. I'm Cap, Mike Kapler. Joel Brzezinski, the Breeze Man, is with me, as always. And we're glad that you're with us. Thank you for sharing with a friend that we are right here. Growingingrace.org is one place where you can find all of our past archived programs with the newest ones on the top. And um, Joel, I hope you're having a good week. Yeah, and check us out, too, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. You can go to Spotify and Podbean, all those things. Find us there. I mean, lots of different ways to listen to us. And, of course, you can find all that information, like you were just saying, at growingandgrace.org. And all the past podcasts are archived there, all 14 years of them. Yeah, doing well. Loving talking about this this grace stuff the love of God, all that he has done for us through Christ Jesus, who we are in him, who he is in us. It's just an amazing life, this new and living way that God has made for us and that he has freely given to us. He's freely provided this new and living way for us, and it's something that we can celebrate. I know a lot of people go to church and they find out every single week a list of things, a list of principles to work on, a list of rules that they need to follow. It's just a drag, and it's it's bondage to people. They might not even realize that. They just think that this, I was created by God, and so I need to follow his rules. And that's exactly the opposite of what Christianity is about. Yes, we were created by him, but we were created to have life, and it's life apart from our own attempts at justifying ourselves, at being righteous, at following rules. There are good things for us to do, and there are evil things, bad things that we should avoid, but that's not the crux of life in Christ. It's really a life apart from our own works, and it's about the work that Jesus Christ has done that we trust in, that we have put our faith in, and when we believe, that's when we're justified. That's when we're made right before God. And as we uh, get going here, there were some people in a town called Galatia, and it sounds like a video game from the 80s. There was a Galaxia, but this was Galatia, and Paul called them foolish. And Jesus had even said, you shouldn't call anybody a fool. And, and, and Paul called these people foolish. So what drove Paul to call these people foolish? And he said that somebody had bewitched them in Galatians 3.1. And, and they weren't obeying the truth. Wow, I mean, that's that's a pretty big charge there. They were foolish. They had been bewitched. They weren't obeying the truth. Paul says, this only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Which is it, Galatians? Tell me. <laughs> Did you receive the Spirit by doing the law or by the hearing of of faith, And he, he doubles down on this foolish thing. Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Now, a lot of times we think of the flesh as evil things, as, as the bad things we do. But he's talking about following the law. That's a fleshly thing. And so which is it? Are you going to follow the law and try to be justified and maintain justification that way and righteousness that way? Or do you realize that you began in the spirit and that's the way to do it? It's a, it's a life not by our works, but by 
faith in Christ. Yeah. So Paul seemed like he was really coming down on these people. And you can you know see some of the frustration there even before Galatians 3, but he really kind of starts ramping it up here because he'd already been there. He'd already shared the gospel of grace with them, which everything that is contained within this gospel is, is gifted to us apart from the works of the law. And these people should have understand that as, as, as much as anybody, but others came through after Paul had been there and began to, as you, as you use the word, bewitched the Galatians, began to de- deceive and convince them to mix certain aspects of the law with the message of Jesus Christ. But he was trying to keep it simple for them. As you were saying in verse 2 of Galatians 3, I just want to know this from you. Is it A or is it B? Is it A, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or B, by the hearing of faith? There's your choices. And so the Galatians are kind of sitting there, you know, scratching their head, you know, rubbing their chin, trying to figure, I wonder which one it is. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, you're now being perfected by the flesh? The flesh. So, yeah, you hit it, Joel. I mean, we usually think of lawless deeds and and uh, sinful things when we think of the flesh. Here, Paul is suggesting that these people who had been uh, brought into Christ freely, apart from works, and now we're starting to mix works with the message of grace, which is not a good mixture. I know some people think it is, but it's not. And so once they started doing that, Paul is accusing them of trying to be perfected by the flesh through doing the works of the law. So imagine that. And, you know, you think about all the different churches and uh, things that we've been brought up in within Christian circles that have advocated. We work on trying to keep certain commandments, certain things from the old law. That's probably a subject for another day because you you couldn't divide it up. You couldn't separate some commandments from the old law that came through Moses and leave some of them off. But that's exactly what Christianity has done. And uh, we we shouldn't be keeping any of it within our doctrines. That doesn't mean we, we dive into the uh, swimming pool of lawlessness. It doesn't mean that at all. But Paul is getting around to something here, though, that we brought up a few weeks ago, I think, and um, we kind of wanted to come back to it because it's really important. As Paul goes on here in in Galatians chapter 3, explaining some things about the the law and Jesus and faith and Abraham, all of that stuff, he he gets down to verse 12. Well, let me go to verse 11. Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident. And he quotes an Old Testament passage, and it's this, the righteous man shall live by faith, by faith, verse 12. However, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them, he who practices all of the law is going to be required to live by them. He who practices them shall live by them. Uh, the law is not of faith. That, that's kind of the centerpiece of what we're trying to get at here and we'll see how far we can get on this today. Right, yeah, see that, what you said there, a huge contrast there that Paul makes. And when we're just reading the Bible, just to be getting our Bible reading in, like (laughs) a lot of people do, uh, we might miss some of this stuff. But he says, on the one hand, here's A, the righteous man shall live by faith. 
However, the law is not of faith. And then he says, on the contrary, B, he who practices them shall live by them. So the righteous man shall live by faith, but he who practices the law shall live by the law, basically is what he's saying there. You've either got to live by faith or you've got to live by the law. And he says that the law is not of faith. And he says that this righteousness that we've received came by faith. So, which is it? Again, there's that choice. Are you going to live by faith, or are you going to live by practicing the law? If you live by practicing the law, you've got to live by it. You've got to do it fully and completely, as uh, we often bring up, or at least as we've brought up a lot of times, James says that if you keep all of the commandments, if you keep every single one, and there are 613 of them, and you fall short in only one, you're a lawbreaker. You've broken the law. If you keep all of the law, if you say, I'm going to live by the law, and you break one law, you're guilty of all. And so here's this other way, this new and living way, this better way that we have. The righteous man shall live by faith. That's really what this life in Christ is about. This righteousness that we've received, we've received by faith, and the life that we go on to live in our daily life in Christ is also by faith. Yeah. And, and he goes on to say, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And I, I believe personally that Paul is referring to us Jews when he says Christ has redeemed us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't us Christians. Right. It wasn't even us Gentiles who weren't born of the Jewish race. It was the people who were under the law, the Jewish people. Christ redeemed them. Paul, being a Jew, said Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. And then he goes on and says, in order, in order that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles so that we all, all of us, would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Through faith. The promise of the Spirit through faith. He's coming back around. He never left it, but he's coming back around to what he started off the, the, the chapter with, so to speak, in Galatians chapter 3. And so he, he goes on to talk about these promises that were spoken to Abraham, and then he, he talks about how it all came to be revealed in Christ. And he says this in verse 18, for if the inheritance is based on law, it is no longer based on a promise, but God has granted it, it to Abraham by means of a promise. Jumping down here in, in Galatians chapter 3, the scripture has shut up everyone under sin, Galatians 3.22, so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept in custody, or we were held captive, one translation says, under the law, being shut up to the faith, imprisoned, which was later to be revealed. So before faith came, when did faith come? It came when Christ came. Therefore, the law was a tutor to lead us to Christ so that we might be justified by faith. Verse 25, but now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. It's so simple right there. Uh, But what happens when we, and we've talked about this a lot, I know, on this podcast, but when we take the Bible and we say, this is all for me, I'm supposed to follow the whole Bible, then we will try to mix parts of the law in with our life of faith. A lot of people agree that life in Christ is by faith, but then they try to mix the law in with it. 
And in doing so, we negate the whole faith thing because the law, again, is not of faith. You know, the purpose of the law was to show people their guilt, was to show people that they can't be justified by their works. Again, that's fleshly. It's fleshly to think that you can please God by your works. It's fleshly to think that his law is something that you can do and be justified in front of him. That's fleshly. That's life in the flesh. That's not the life of the Spirit in us. That's not the ministry of the Spirit in us. The ministry of the Spirit in us is a life of faith where we trust in what Christ has done for us. Our identity is based upon what Christ has done for us, not our own works. And so it's so very important that we understand this. Now that faith has come, we're no longer under the tutor. Again, like you were saying, that was for the Jews and the Gentiles. They were actually apart from God, far off. But we've been brought near, Paul says. And how have we been brought near? By the blood of Jesus. And it's because Jew and Gentile alike have access to God by his grace through faith alone, apart from our works. And next week we'll be talking a little bit more about this, focusing, I guess, on what is life like when you live a life of faith apart from the law. We'll look at that next week right here on the podcast, Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.